Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Well, let's go to Kristen in Atlanta, and Kristen is on line two, and thanks for holding, Kristen. Thank you. Hi, Kristen. Sorry to keep you holding so long. That's okay. I'm freezing. I don't get good reception inside, so I'm on my back porch with a big jacket Uh, on, sitting where I get a little bit of signal out here. (laughs) Oh, that's great. You know what to do, though, dear? Kristen, think warm thoughts. Really, you can can really warm your body up without even without the blanket. That's one of the things that it really exploits in this... this, these books that I'm reading, that's one of the things that these masters were able to do is just to bring heat by by just changing their the, the vibration of their bodies. Fascinating Absolutely. idea. Um, yeah. Well, my question was to you really quick is that um, lately, just the, the whole weekend, I've just been feeling a little bit discontent. And mm-hmm. I wanted to know that I know, um, I think I heard you say one time when I'm in my head, go to my heart, and that brings right. like, awe and contentment. Um, and... I just seem to be discontent, and so I don't know if I need to be still and listen to that, or like today I decided to go for a walk and be with nature, and so that was mm. really nice to do, but I just want your suggestions on what I can do when I'm feeling discontent. Yeah, it's such an important word. When I read Vasistha's Yoga, it's funny that you bring that word up, because he says there's this four, what they call four gateways to spiritual liberation. Uh, one of them is to follow the scriptures, you know, to read the, the, the great teachings of the of, of masters who've lived here on this planet before us, even if you don't agree with them or don't understand them, just to be immersed mm-hmm. in them. And one is to really to watch the kind of people that you uh, that you hang out with, you know, uh, and, and wow. to not be around people that you don't want to be like, you know, it's like so if you're mm-hmm. in a relationship with someone that you wouldn't want to be like, to really look at that. Um, and, I'm struggling uh, and, with that right now, actually. Mm, yeah. So, what is it? Go ahead. We've got a couple uh, minutes. Well, okay. I'm, I've just been in the same relationship with someone for 17 years, and I made a decision mm-hmm. um, after I got into sobriety. I have two years sober. Um, mm-hmm. and Congratulations, dear. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've made a decision to break away from him, but mm-hmm. he's still teetering there. It's still like an arm's reach just to kind of go back to that unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. um, with someone that I truly don't want to even be with does that make sense yeah yes it does yeah and go ahead yeah and if you're still hanging out there if you're still hanging out and uh you know where your heart is one place but your body is someplace else um that creates so much animus and so much uh just anxiety and stress it's just so hard on the body as you know you know and uh, Mm -hmm. it's hard to find it's hard to find peace when you're you know, when you're just sort of postponing what you know is inevitable, and the thing of it is, you can you you can decide to leave without without having to you know make it a painful, awful, terrible experience. You can be, you know, you can be in a place of of love, of of pure love with that person. Um, but the the thing that Vasista talks about not only is it ab- about who you hang out with and uh, what they call satsanga uh, or reading uh, and self awareness, but but contentment. You know, there's, there's a great line in Shakespeare. He said, um, I think I can't remember which play it's in, but I think it's Richard II. But uh, he said that uh, the king is speaking and he's like the spiritual king. And he said, uh, someone asked him about why he dresses the way he does and why he lives the way he does. And, and he said, uh, he said, my crown, my crown is in my heart. 
not on my head, not decked with diamonds nor Indian stones, nor to be seen. My crown is called content. A crown it is that seldom kings enjoy. What a great line. A crown it is that seldom kings enjoy. Very, very, very few of us enjoy something called contentment because contentment is puts you into a state of, uh, of gratitude um, and generosity. Uh, and kindness. I mean, that's what you want to extend when, others, when you're content. In other words, when you're not looking at the world and the people that are in it and the circumstances that you find yourself in and asking them to be different or asking anything to change, including the man that you've lived with for 17 years, when you're not asking them to change, where you find yourself so at peace and so at content that you can allow that person to be exactly as he is and not allow yourself to be you know, physically uh, connected to that person, uh, but still be in a state of contentment. And once you are able to find that state of contentment, then you find yourself grateful, grateful for everything. You know, the first words out of my mouth every single morning of my life are, thank you. That's what Rumi said. If you only say one prayer every day, you know, make it the prayer of thank you. You know, just say thank you. And uh, so it's like, thank you for everything. And uh, staying in that in a peaceful, beautiful place where uh, you're not judging, you're you're not looking for occasions to be offended or to be upset or to be hurt or to be angry or whatever. You just look at this person and say, he's on his path where he is, and, and you know life is like that big play, and I have many characters that come into this play, and some of them come in for the entire play, some of them come in for the first two acts, and then in the third act they have to exit, and some of them come in for two acts, and they exit and they come back, and and it's like you know so many different roles to play and it's all perfect you know it's like for well, you that's, to be that's able what i have on my paper i have it's all perfect i mean i've been practicing you for years mm. and um it just seems as though since i've been sober i i really cling to you and you've helped me in so many ways and i really do i think about even when i'm driving you know it's all perfect the lady in front of me mm. that's going 20 miles an hour it's all perfect right. Yeah, she's not only that, but that little lady, by the way, and she travels around a lot, you know, she, she gets around, uh, and, and, uh, but she's, you know, she's the one I always tell, you know, when I, even myself, when I'm trying in a hurry to get around that person, that she's saying, slow down, slow down, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, and, and she's saving me from like a head on collision if I tried to, you right. know, that, that would have happened. And you just sort of get into that place where you're not, they tell that, you know, I'm on Maui a lot, and they call it Maui time. You know, they kind of do things here in Maui time. And whenever I leave Maui and I get to the mainland, I just can't figure out what's everybody in such a rush about. What is everybody honking and, and, and angry and hurt? And so, you know, and I think one of the things that you said is that you're getting into nature more. Is that right? Um, I love nature. I'm very mm. kind of earthy, and I, I have a red cardinal bird that comes around. And it's funny because when I'm... You know, sometimes I'll I'll come outside and just sit here and enjoy the nature. I've I've learned to appreciate the slowing down and the nature and mm. stuff. But um, it does bring contentment for me. So yeah, and, I, I and so, love nature. Sobriety will do that too, isn't it? Interesting how much you more you how much less you're willing to tolerate sort of incongruities and and, and unhappiness and so on when uh, when you're when you're sober as when you're when you when you're you know not sober when you're drinking or whatever it is that you're doing. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit HayHouse.com. Thank you for listening.